Hey, this is Dan from the Braille House with Transformation Radio. Stepping out the door 
following my law through the darkest night. And when the path gets narrow, I follow him. Testament. Our reading in the New Testament comes from the book of Luke, chapter 18, verses 18 through 43. Jesus' question that we'll uh, see here today to the leader who came and called him good teacher was, in essence, Do you know who I am? Well, undoubtedly, the man did not catch the implications of Jesus' reply that the man was right in calling him good because Jesus truly is God. Well, this man's wealth made his life comfortable, and gave him power and prestige. By telling him to sell everything he owned, Jesus was touching the very basis of his security and identity. The man did not understand that he would be even more secure if he followed Jesus than he was with all his wealth. Now, Jesus does not ask believers to sell everything they have, although this may be his will for some. He does ask us all, however, to get rid of anything that's become more important in life than God. If your possessions take first place in your life, well, it'd be better for you to get rid of them. Now, some predictions about what would happen to Jesus are found back in Psalm chapter 41 and elsewhere. His crucifixion is Isaiah chapter 53. And then Psalm 16 prophesies the resurrection. The disciples didn't understand Jesus, apparently because they were focusing on what he had said about his death and were ignoring what he had said about his resurrection. Well, even though Jesus had spoken plainly, they would not grasp the significance of his words until they saw the risen Christ face to face. Beggars often would wait along the roads near cities because that was where they could contact the most people. Usually disabled in some way, beggars were unable to earn a living. Medical help was simply not available for their problems, and people tended to ignore their obligations to care for the needy. Thus, beggars had little hope of escaping their degrading way of life. But this blind beggar took hope in the Messiah. He shamelessly cried out for Jesus' attention, and Jesus said that his faith allowed him to see. So, no matter how desperate your situation may seem, if you call out to Jesus in faith, well, 
He will help you. And with that, let's begin our reading today here in the New Testament. April 18th, the New Testament. Luke chapter 19, verses 1 through 27. Jesus entered Jericho and made his way through the town. There was a man there named Zacchaeus. He was the chief tax collector in the region, and he had become very rich. He tried to get a look at Jesus, but he was too short to see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree beside the road, for Jesus was going to pass that way. When Jesus came by, he looked up at Zacchaeus and called him by name. Zacchaeus, he said, quick, come down. I must be a guest in your home today. Zacchaeus quickly climbed down and took Jesus to his house in great excitement and joy. But the people were displeased. He has gone to be the guest of a notorious sinner, they grumbled. Meanwhile, Zacchaeus stood before the Lord and said, I will give half my wealth to the poor, Lord, and if I have cheated people on their taxes, I will give them back four times as much. Jesus responded, Salvation has come to this home today, for this man has shown himself to be a true son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and save those who are lost. The crowd was listening to everything Jesus said, and because he was nearing Jerusalem, he told them a story to correct the impression that the kingdom of God would begin right away. He said, A nobleman was called away to a distant empire to be crowned king and then return. Before he left, he called together ten of his servants and divided among them ten pounds of silver, saying, Invest this for me while I am gone. But his people hated him and sent a delegation after him to say, We do not want him to be our king. After he was crowned king, he returned and called in the servants to whom he had given the money. He wanted to find out what their profits were. The first servant reported, Master, I invested your money and made ten times the original amount. Well done, the king exclaimed. You are a good servant. You have been faithful with the little I entrusted to you, so you will be governor of ten cities as your reward. The next servant reported, Master, I invested your money and made five times the original amount. Well done, the king said. You will be governor over five cities. But the third servant brought back only the original amount of money and said, Master, I hid your money and kept it safe. I was afraid because you are a hard man to deal with, taking what isn't yours and harvesting crops you didn't plant. You wicked servant, the king roared. Your own words condemn you. If you knew that I'm a hard man who takes what isn't mine and harvests crops I didn't plant, why didn't you deposit my money in the bank? At least I could have gotten some interest on it. Then, turning to the other standing nearby, the king ordered, Take the money from this servant, and give it to the one who has ten pounds. But master, they said, he already has ten pounds. Yes, the king replied, and to those who use well what they are given, even more will be given. But from those who do nothing, even what little they have will be taken away. And as for these enemies of mine who didn't want me to be their king— Bring them in and execute them right here in front of me. Come out of sadness from wherever you've been. Come broken heart. 
Callister, I'm phasing up from one to two. Just want to thank everyone down at the farm for helping me through some tough times and growing with God. It's because of you and God that I want to be a better man than I was, and the new man that I'm becoming is so much better than the old man. 
Just stepping over that line has changed my life. You guys keep going down there. Psalm 86, verses 1 through 17. Sometimes our trouble or pain is so great that all we can do is cry out to God for protection. And often when there is no relief in sight, all we can do is acknowledge the greatness of God and wait for better days ahead. The conviction that God answers prayer will sustain us in these very difficult times. We'll read about a prayer here in Psalms today. This prayer within a prayer captures a glimpse of vibrant spiritual vitality. We'll read the two requests are being made. Teach me your ways and grant me purity of heart. Each request has a God-centered purpose that the person praying would live according to your truth and honor you. See, no matter how well we know and follow God, we can always ask Him to increase our awareness and improve our obedience. Jesus echoed one of these requests in the sixth beatitude. 
when he said, God blesses those whose hearts are pure, for they will see God. Psalm 87, verses 1 through 7. A song, a psalm of the descendants of Korah. On the holy mountain stands the city founded by the Lord. He loves the city of Jerusalem more than any other city in Israel. O city of God, what glorious things are said of you! Interlude. I will count Egypt and Babylon among those who know me, also Philistia and Tyre, and even distant Ethiopia. They have all become citizens of Jerusalem. Regarding Jerusalem, it will be said, everyone enjoys the rights of citizenship there, and the Most High will personally bless this city. When the Lord registers the nations, He will say, They have all become citizens of Jerusalem. Interlude. The people will play flutes and sing, The source of my life springs from Jerusalem. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 11. Wealth from get-rich-quick schemes quickly disappears. Wealth from hard work grows over time. Hey guys, this is Daniel phasing up from phase one to phase two. I just want to give a shout out to all the guys back on the farm. You guys listen, keep the faith. You guys trust in the process. Believe in your coordinators, man. These guys know what they're doing. And I just want to say God's doing amazing things in my life already. I've got a chance to talk to some family and friends on the outside. It's just God is good, man. It's great what he's doing in my life. And if you guys just stay the course, man, I promise you it's going to be worth it in the end. Love all you guys. How long have I been in this storm? So overwhelmed by the ocean's shapeless form Water's getting harder to tread With these waves crashing over my head If I could just see you Everything would be alright If I'd see you This darkness would turn to light And I will walk on water And you will catch me if I fall Become my purpose 
Cause I'm so used to living underneath the surface If I could just see you Everything would be alright If I had see you This darkness would turn to light And I will walk on water And you will catch me if I fall Everything's alright